matter. It was all wrong anyhow. Hey, with a guy like that all uptight and screwed up, you ought to take it easy. Real easy. One wrong move and he's all spooked. Oh, he is spooked all right. He is so spooked that he wants to wipe me out. Hey, you don't think that all this is just because you made a move on him, do you? What else? He's scared. Scared of you, the Supreme Mother. Why on earth? You're a threat. But I never... It's not me. It's Brady who's important. So welcome to Series 3, Episode 16 of Conversations on Eagle Mountain, a podcast about the tribe. I'm your host, Lance, and joining the podcast panel today is Liz. Hello. Sabine. Hi. And Maggie. Hi. With episode notes done by Matt and myself. So Series 3, Episode 16, the screenplay was done by Anthony Reed. It was directed by Janet Stubbins, and the episode synopsis were read out by Sabine. The mall rats are shocked by the Guardian's plans for Trudy, while Lex also relays the news to the rebels. But after everything she has done, will anyone be willing to intervene? I only made one little mistake! I don't deserve to die! Oh, but you do. You've earned that honor. The honor to be with Zoot forever. No, no not yet! This is wrong! This is all wrong! Panel. There was a lot thrown into that opening scene. Um, what did you make of Trudy's reaction to the news? Honestly, she's just lashing out. Who wants to die, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, she's la- trying to latch on and find any excuse, you know? And then, uh, bro, this is messed up. Like... Mm-hmm. Any person would you know, lash out at that kind of news. Yeah. I mean, how on earth was she supposed to take it? It's not like she would go, yay, I'm being reunited with Zoot, you know? Anyone would beg in a situation like that. I think it's a, it's a good example of how, just how desperate her situation is. And, you know, even though ever, she's been through so much already, it's just, you know, she realizes, yes, you will do this. And, of course, he doesn't want to accept that. Who would? I always wanted to know, um, so we know there are some Chosen who seem to believe that this would be an honor. We just don't get to see them, and I, I wish we had gotten to see the Chosen who still believe, like, actually believe this rhetoric mm. about joining Zoot and it being such an honor, because the fact that everybody reacts similar to Trudy, everybody is in shock. Not a, we don't see a single chosen who are like, oh, this is amazing news. You know, starting with Luke down to every single person who finds out about, you know, this honor that Trudy's being given. Nobody seems happy for her. Now, maybe that there's purpose to that. Um, I wondered if the reason they did that was to show that even people who pretend they believe in the rhetoric don't believe in the rhetoric. 
they're just afraid to show how they really feel, you know, um, like that boy who had the virus. Did he really, you know, how did he really feel about not taking the antidote and dying? You know, he, he put on a brave face, but is that how he felt like inside, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I wonder if that's why none of the chosen are happy for this honor that Trudy's been given that every single one of them is like, this is BS, man. This is terrible. And it's like, uh, so you guys really don't believe in it. None of you, not a single one of you. Um, I thought that was interesting. And Trudy just, Trudy goes through the stages of grief perfectly. Absolutely. Yeah. perfectly. She goes through yeah. every stage of grief perfectly. I think what stood out for me in this scene was how, like the guardian just calmly just let Trudy strangle him <laughs> as if to show everyone, yeah, she's off. She's lost it completely. Yes. This is why we're doing this <laughs> like, mm -hmm. kind of subtly saying that, like, like he, didn't mean, he didn't even push her off. He's just, he's let her strangle in front of whatever, all his followers in order to show them this. It says, I told you so. Yep. I told you she was nuts and see, Zut won't let me die. Not even at the hands of the Supreme Mother. It's a final I gotcha mm -hmm. from the start of their relationship when Trudy tried to play his game and tried to um, get any leverage using his own words against him. From that first time she did it in the cave and the look he gives her and his followers, the day he realized, huh, she might be a bigger challenge than I anticipated. Um, am I regretting putting her in this position because now I have to contend with um, a challenger for my throne and me being the only voice these people listen to from that moment on, you can tell this has been this tug of war, this mental tug of war. And this is him. The look he gives her is, ah, I won. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Antonia played it so well. Yeah. It's just heartbreaking, you know? She always does. Yeah. It, it's heartbreaking. The way she looks at Jaffa and just, the hope in her eyes of him actually just trying to scare her. It's very well done. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's plenty of blame to go around, but I mean, obviously Trudy's just lashing out, but how much blame should May get in this Oh situation? my God. <laughs> <laughs> this woman, she knew exactly what she was doing, what was doing and exactly how Trudy was going to react and take what she was saying. She set her up. She set her up, and I, I, I hate May. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, maybe May didn't realize that Jaffa would actually respond that way. But yeah, it's definitely May definitely has some blame here. Unpopular opinion: I don't think May was trying to set Trudy off when she first suggested what was going on with Jaffa and the Guardian. I mean, sorry, Jaffa and Tysan. She seemed genuinely surprised. At Trudy's reaction, I mean, May was laboring under the the belief that what Tyson and the Guardian was doing was just he was getting his kicks with her, and mm -hmm. made assumptions that, you know, he's cheating on Trudy, you know, um, and realized her mistake as soon as she brought it up by Trudy's reaction. You could see her desperately scrambling, like I don't know anything, I you know, I I don't. Maybe it's not what I thought, you know, and stuff like that. I, d I don't think she said that to set up Trudy. I think she was digging for just information, you know. It's possible, she, yeah. I think that's what she mm -hmm. was doing, just digging for information on what's Tysan's deal? What is she doing? You know, maybe she could use that information. 
I think she was genuinely surprised that this was the fallout. But that's just, See, you know, unpopular. My <laughs> thing is, is that either Laura is a really good actress and she plays mm-hmm. an act, or really she plays a really bad actress on the show. Like, because May can put on an act, right? But you can usually see when she's freaking fibbing, when she's, you know, mm-hmm. when she's, mm. when she when, when she's pulling, whatever you want to call it. Like, you can see her. Like, and, and that's why I say I, I don't think Laura is a bad actress at all. She does great. Oh, she's great. So that's yeah. why, like, I think, I think May is a bad actor, you know? And that's why I find it hard to believe that she didn't know that by putting this tidbit of information in, into Trudy's mind was going to set it, it was at the very least meant to set her off in some way. <laughs> Yeah, to like be like, hey, I thought, you know, like, because even if she thought that Trudy and, and the Guardian were, were a couple, then of course, by saying, hey, what is Tysan and the Guardian doing? You know, what are they doing together? Was was meant to trigger something. <laughs> At the very least, that's just stirring. Yeah. I'll concede that she may have been stirring the pot. Yeah. But I again, I don't, I personally don't think her goal was to set Trudy off on this, like to sabotage herself. I don't think that's what May was going for. I, she was sent to spy on Trudy and find out what Trudy really thought about things. So it's possible she thought by dropping this information, not only would she sate her own curiosity and get some in- useful information, but find out what the Supreme Mother actually thinks about what the Guardian does. Right. And no, I, that, think, yeah. I still think she was genuinely surprised. Like, whoa, yeah. okay, it's... I didn't think I'd get all that. Um, but and she again, didn't think just... that, that, that Trudy would be put to death. Right? No. Oh, she uh, definitely didn't think You that. know, so yeah, I can definitely concede yeah. that she didn't know what the outcome was going to be. She didn't know what the consequences of it were, you know. Um, and she probably was just fishing for information. Um, but she, she, she knew that it was going to trigger something. Otherwise, she wouldn't have said, well, isn't he cheating on you? Like, she wouldn't have said that, you know, if she wasn't trying to stir the pot. And that's why mm-hmm. I say that. Yeah. But I think she is genuinely surprised by the outcome. Like, she's genuinely surprised that this is where it's gone. And she probably even feels bad. Yeah. But the moment Trudy tries to blame her, of course, her first response is, no, 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 no. I didn't put you up to that. That that was your best of mind. You know, she didn't, but she did put the idea in her head. And that's why I think she has some culpability in this. She prodded her towards... Yeah. She didn't push, yeah. but she did prod. Obviously, yeah, everyone's got some blame in this, obviously. Well, naturally, you know, May is going to say, this is not my fault. I didn't tell you to go throw Mm -hmm. yourself at him or anything like that. But I mean, that's May. She never takes responsibility for anything she played a part in. Come on, would you would... I, I can't really blame her for not going, oh, yeah, yeah, I did send you to him. Oh, well, I guess you're dying because of me now. Can't see May going like that. Yeah, no, May would never, yeah, no. I'm, I'm going to put her culpability pretty low on the list here uh, compared to, let's say, her being shocked that betraying Bray and the others led to Dal dying. That one feels like it, it should have been a lot more obvious that one of them could have died given what you were doing may you can't pretend you're innocent in that compared to this i feel like there's there's more excuse for her not to have seen this kind of outcome but um mm-hmm. at the end of the day yeah, there's, but she's there's not no one to, there's no one to really blame but java you know like trudy's not to blame she she doesn't deserve this because she came on to a guy you know, I just think there's a lot of hands. There's a lot of hands in the game right mm-hmm. now. And a lot of people stirring the pot, and there's a yeah. lot of moving parts. 
<laughs> including Tyson. You know, I'm not going to blame Tyson either, but Tyson knew what she was doing as well. You know, she was playing mind games. She's good at those. Uh, mm-hmm. You could see that, that Trudy was vulnerable, you know. She could have just eased her mind and been like, no, I'm just helping him mend his robes. I think he fa- I think he fancies me. Why would you do that to someone who's... No, I know she didn't. You. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm not saying that Tysan had any... You know, she didn't owe Trudy anything. But by saying the things that she did say, you know, yeah. you, 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 you stoked, she stoked the fire. But no, she didn't know Trudy. None of them do. I mean, if, if we wanted to, we could, blame, we could blame Trudy. We could blame everybody. But I, I, I think it's Jaffa. This is on him. This is all Jaffa. Um, mm-hmm. Considering what he teaches... Everybody, including Trudy, had a right to believe this is not something that could ever happen. I mean, it's not supposed to be able to happen. Given everybody's response to it, including the very head of his chosen being this shocked and... I mean, there were people that cheered, though. There were chosen members that cheered when he first announced it. We may not have seen faces, but the whole crowd was cheering Zuby. And I don't know if that was because that's what they're programmed to do, you know, or what. Most likely. Yeah, no, it it did feel like something they were programmed to do, but yeah, there's probably a couple of them who made themselves believe that this was an honor, that the Guardian wouldn't do something like that without a good reason, without being an honor, you know? Well, just like there's got to be people that did help, you know, with Trudy getting out. Luke, Luke couldn't have done it himself. Nope. Mm, We'll talk about that later, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about the Resistance's response to obviously finding out this news. I can't believe you guys. We should be talking about saving her. This is Trudy, remember? The one who was going to burn you alive? The one who tried to have me terminated down by the jetty? Yeah, I know all that. She has been trouble since the first day you brought her into the mall. If everyone had listened to me back then, none of this would have happened. No, you would have chucked her out in the streets to die. Her and Brady. Would have saved everyone a lot of grief. Maybe if you hadn't have treated her so badly from the start, she wouldn't have ended up the way she has. Um, yeah, what did you make of their reaction? And more importantly, what did you make of Bray finally speaking what we've all been saying <laughs> since series one? If Trudy had been treated, treated this badly, maybe this all could have been avoided. At, at least it was addressed. <laughs> Whatever. Um, like, I get the reactions, though. I really do. Because, like, why should they want to go in and mm. rescue Trudy when she's the reason, in the end, that they're all in this situation? And, you know, it's not just her, you know, Jaffa, but she, she's the, she led the, the takeover of the city, of the takeover of the mall, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, she handled those details, and she handled the, you know, put, put things in motion. I get the reasoning. But good for Bray for finally telling them, you know, you guys were never a fan of her. You were never her. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's being Son. such a hypocrite. He is, and I'm not saying he's, you know, <laughs> no, not no, you no, know, no, 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 he's, as no, well. <laughs> but he, he, he's still, you know, this is Bray and Trudy, right? Like, yeah, um, he knows that they didn't want him or her mm-hmm. when they first came to the mall. Mm-hmm. Like, and Lex was never good to Trudy, never. And Ebony, let's not even go there. Yeah, we can't even count Ebony. We can't even talk about that. Just push her aside. You can't talk about Ebony here. But Pride doesn't know her, so Pride only knows what they're dealing with now. He only knows that they're dealing with the Lex at least should have had a bit more empathy. Considering his own role and what happened on the beach. (laughs) Yeah. She would not have gone with them 
if it was, hadn't been to save Lex's life. <laughs> that too. What do you mean? Like that too. I really like the reaction, and I like that it's our quote unquote good guys having this yeah. reaction. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it says a lot about human nature. Yeah. Um, you know, that Bray, who's been able to move forward and actually introspect a little bit and realize, like, he, yeah, he was just as mad at Trudy, like everybody else at one point, you know, was at a point where he couldn't forgive her either. He's moved past it. Um, and again, it's been a crazy couple of weeks for Bray. He's had to do some yeah. growing up. And so that's where he is. He's at that place where he doesn't come out and say Trudy hasn't done anything wrong. He just points out their own personal culpability in how Trudy ended up in this situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe yes. if we had been better friends to her, she wouldn't have been here. It's just something to consider, yes. guys. It's so easy to throw her under the bus. Um, he's shining a light on their own behavior. All of them. All the things they've done to other people. Not just Trudy, but just anybody in general. Uh, and yeah, Lex and Ebony's reactions are natural, mm-hmm. given who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that even Pride, who is the purest of the whole group, because we know the least about him or any crimes that Pride himself has ever committed against another person. So far, we've only seen him be genuine, good doer, uh, do-gooder, you know. Yeah. Even he's like, I don't know how I feel about this. I have to think on it. I just think it's a really nice illustration of us as humans. We are really bad at seeing things from another person's point of view. Mm-hmm. And then we're really bad at ever recognizing what we may have done to escalate a situation or make a person react the way they have uh, towards us. You know, we are, we're kind of honed in victim mentality, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's just a survival instinct, but psychologically, that's probably a self-preservation. Are. Right. Mm-hmm. And, so I just think it's a nice, honest moment that the good guys do not immediately jump on board with saving a person who personally betrayed them. Yeah. You know, um, I like that it takes some time for them all to even reach a point mm-hmm. in their storylines where they can agree that this was saving Trudy was the right thing to do. You know, like their mm-hmm. initial reaction is, <laughs> are you crazy? No. <laughs> yeah. No, this we don't need. This is not our fight any longer, mm-hmm. you know. She brought this on herself. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it really, it, I honestly think it's a really good scene. And I'm, I'm so, mm-hmm. I guess I want to say proud of Lex for immediately going back and being like, yeah, I, I messed up. I did what I wasn't supposed to do. But listen, this is what's happened. What do we do with this? Oh, he just you glossed know? over what he, where he was, what he was doing. <laughs> I, but still, like, it, it just, they knew. They knew. Look at his, look at his robe. You know, yeah, he's wearing the robe. Like, they knew. And he knew they knew. That's why I was just like, that's not what's important, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I'm, I can't give Lex anything there. <laughs> Listen, he's gonna go get his, what he's got to get. All right, a boy's got to do what a boy's got to do mm. to see his wife. Okay. Um, mm. I mean, I suppose it's a lucky thing he was in that in that spot at that time. You know, he also could have just been like, "Well, that's my problem. I'm not saying nothing to no one. We're just let's go watch it. Let's go watch it happen." Uh, no, but the, Lex could have done many things. Bray would never have forgiven him if that happened. Never, I know it Ebony would have brought popcorn now. That would oh, have been that yeah. would have been it for the resistance. I know. Oh, I know. I, I, I have to laugh though that the first thing that Ebony and Lex go to with her are oh, yeah. If he saw Trudy as a rival, yeah, he'd get her out of the way. Like that's the first thing that comes to their mind, yeah. If he saw her as a rival, he'd get her out of the way. Just like it's something they would do if being put in that position. 
well, they a, know. It's a very meta mm-hmm. conversation. It's really there for the audience, if nothing yeah. else. Like, again, we know that they've been trying to work towards um, getting the audience to forgive Trudy and recognize that Trudy's a victim in this. But, you know, Sabine had pointed out that even today there are people in the fandom who are still mad at Trudy for this, who've never really taken yeah. the time to dissect, you know, psychology and how Trudy got here and what was done to her. And that she really can't be blamed for a lot of what she was involved in. Um, I think this, this this is literally the writers talking to their young audience by having Bryce say Mm-hmm. that maybe yes. Trudy wouldn't have ended up here if we hadn't treated her so badly. Have you ever yeah. considered that? Um, because they are going to, you know, the writers are going to save Trudy. You know, they want you to forgive her. Yeah. And so they want you to think about, does she deserve what's happening to her? You know, have you given that any thought, young audience who's watching this? You know, can you throw stones so easily? Uh, so it did feel like definitely you know, a PSA on the screen <laughs> for the nine-year-olds. I mean, it didn't work. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the fandom are still... <laughs> I know, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> but yeah, she's been through so much. I mean, that's why, that's what annoyed me about Lex's reaction is like, come on, Lex, like, take a second. I, I keep saying this, just take a second. <laughs> like, even, even if you don't want to realize your own role in things, just, just have a think. <laughs> Oh, and Ebony going for the police. He's always been a fruitcake. Mm. Ebony, why are you still talking? Why I just are keep you hearing here? your voice in my head, Maggie, whenever something like this comes out of her yes! mouth? Yes! <laughs> she shouldn't be in that conversation. No, that's what I mean. Like, not today, Satan. It was kind of, um, kind of weird that Bray didn't kind of think of Brady in that situation. I don't know why. It just popped out to me like, oh, you didn't kind of. Think about what was going to happen to Brady, and you know what I mean. I know, I know what was going on, but he never thinks. He never thinks about his niece, though. Again, that's you know the need to make sure that this plot can go through the way that it needs to go through, right? No logic, Mm. Uh, because yeah, I would have thought about the baby too. Like I would been like, hand the baby up here, then you climb up. I wouldn't, you know. Looks a smart cookie to think that they would be stupid enough not to think of that. Oh, that, that's, sorry, that's that's stupid. Isn't it? Yeah, we'll come. We'll come sorry, no, no. It's just keep. It's so connective. It's so stupid. I don't know. <laughs> the show isn't very good at ever. They they tend to downplay the danger that Brady is in all the time. Like, all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a conscious choice. Um, it, um I mean, yeah. it's 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 interesting. I just think it's weird. Like from day one. Brady's life has never actually been in danger. Like, even when something is actually happening to Brady, that her life is obviously in danger, the show has always downplayed it. Like, we don't have to worry about Brady. And I kind of wonder, I can't all be carelessness, right? There's got to be a reason they don't ever emphasize the danger that the infant is in. I I wonder if it's like the movie Raising Arizona. Now, that's a, it's a comedy, but if you actually look at the the facts of that movie um there's a baby in constant danger through this entire film right and i mean there'd be whole scenes where they would leave the baby's like little car seat on top of cars and then drive <laughs> off and and then they'd like they'd realize the baby was missing and they pan to the baby now the cohen brothers when explaining how they were able to get away with this without bringing the movie to a darker place like they want to make it or it stays a comedy was to make sure that the baby always looked like um 
he was having a good time. Like the baby was never concerned about the danger. It was obviously in. So every shot with the baby in danger, Nathan Jr. looks totally calm and chill, you know, <laughs> completely unbothered. And it was how they kept their tone light despite the things that were happening to this baby, this innocent child in the middle of all this. So I kind of wonder if that's why Brady's danger is always downplayed, you know, to, I don't know, just keep your brain from going from it to a dark place. Like, oh my gosh, this is a baby. You know, <laughs> Maybe that's what they were trying to avoid. I, I do wonder how much of that, you know, down to the broadcaster. And, uh... Yeah, it could be a, a mandate as well. Yeah. Uh, the com- Obviously, this was a, a children's show, and then, yeah, the the emphasis of danger on this baby, yeah, probably would have been a bit too much. Yeah, that could be a man mm-hmm. broadcasters as well. Because Trudy's the only one who ever expresses yeah. concern for her daughter's <laughs> safety with the chosen. Like it's always mm-hmm. just a given for everyone else that Brady will be fine. Mm. I want the elite of the chosen to be there, and the representatives of all the former tribes. And all of the mall rats. I want them to see what happens to those who oppose me. To those who defile the name of Zoot. But I thought... Yes? What did you think? That we're presenting this as an honor. And so it is. And you must ensure that everyone understands that. Um, yeah, it was quite funny how Luke was choking on his drink there. Um, what did you make of the Guardian's willingness to admit all his true attention to Luke and obviously Luke's reaction to all of this? It's definitely the Guardian's hubris. He has he feels comfortable that his chosen won't actually defy him. He he was so careful with how much of how he showed him presented himself to them. And but he feels really comfortable with Luke that he would be mm-hmm. this dumb to express cuz he just keeps letting more and more things about his true intentions with everything slip through. And I'm wondering if this is more an illustration that the Guardian's always been this way, but this is the first time Luke's allowing himself to hear it. Hear what the Guardian's actually saying. Not what he thinks the Guardian is saying. Not what he wants to believe the Guardian is, is saying. But more, he's having clarity in hearing what this man is actually saying. Like, almost like um, we're seeing it through Luke's eyes. Who, and Luke's eyes are starting to open. They've been closed this whole time. And he willingly believed and went along with everything Jaffa said just like the rest of the chosen and yet now he's actually hearing and seeing what the audience has been seeing from the moment this guy showed up we've always known he was a red flag we've always known that what he was going for was messed up and maybe this is like this is luke's first time really seeing it so he's actually hearing so it 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 could be that rather than oh the guardian is just being careless in saying these things now more like because it's always luke who's there it's always Luke he's saying these things to, and it's always Luke's reaction we get. So maybe that's, you know, they, what they were going for. Like, Luke is finally seeing what we, the audience, has been seeing the whole time, what other people have been seeing, because he's waking up out of his little coma he's been in. Yeah, that's a fair point. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Could very well be, for me, I think, it might be a bit of both. It's, you know, Luke finally realizing what's fully going on, but also I do think Jaffa is just, at this point, 
he's kind of bragging about what he's going to do to Trudy. Oh, yeah. Because he feels very confident. Well, yeah. Show them what happens when you defy me. You know? Either that, either he's confident or he's very paranoid right now. I'm going to be real. My, My vote is towards the latter. Like, he's worried that with Trudy, you know, having or Trudy saying the things that she's saying and acting the way. Maybe she does have some pull. Maybe he is worried. That's why he's got to get rid of her. Yeah, he has to show his power. Luke's having that moment that a lot of us have where maybe we have like a manipulative or nar- like person in our life or someone who's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. And we're actually, like they're saying the same things they've always said to us. Like, I love you. I'd never hurt you. And whereas before we believed those words because we wanted to, that's what we heard. We heard they love me. They'd never hurt me. But then, you know, you go through it enough with them and then you get other people who, you know, got your back and they're trying to explain to you what's happening to you is wrong or whatever it is. And then you start hearing what's actually behind this person's words. They're saying the exact same thing to you. I love you. I'd never hurt you. But that's not what you hear anymore. You actually hear that this is all BS and they don't mean a thing that they're saying, you know? So maybe that's another thing that Luke is going through. Like, I hear you. I'm actually hearing you. I I can hear what's beneath the manipulations for the first time. I can't help it. Poor Trudy. Why? Why are they doing this? Why don't you ask your friend Luke? I'm sure he'll be able to tell you. Ryan, please. Or the Guardian. Yeah. Go ask the Guardian. He knows everything, doesn't he? I don't know. How can you believe in people that do this sort of thing? You want our baby to live under them and in their world? I don't know what I want anymore. Well, you can have them. Or you can have me. You can't have both. See, a panel, uh, what do you make of this situation? Uh, I'm heartbroken for Ryan. I am absolutely heartbroken for Ryan. Um, but, you know, uh, this is difficult. Because uh, I still, I can't, I don't care for her, Celine. Um, I, I really don't care for her dilemma all that much. However... I do understand why she's in the situation she's in. Um, and it's, it's tough. This would be really tough because she needs, she needs and she strives and she, she, she has to have that protection, right? And that comfort mm-hmm. um, of knowing that she's going to be taken care of. And with Ryan, while she loves him, I'm sure she does, um, now she's finding the protection elsewhere. That is a heck of an ultimatum for sure. Uh, but I don't feel sorry for her in regards to like her dreaming about Trudy and what you know how bad she was to her. Like I, I don't care. Was she was she actually that. contemplating how bad she was to her, or she's just thinking what might happen to herself if she gives up Ryan? I think it was the Maybe. second. Maybe I don't know. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I I yeah. really believe it's the second that thinking of Trudy and Brady has nothing to do with oh poor Trudy or no, you're what right. part you're right. I yep. played in getting sense. Trudy here. It's more of oh if this could happen to Trudy and her baby, what does that mean for me and mine? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that makes more sense. That definitely makes more sense. 
I mean, she's been straddling the fence between the two protective agents in her life, not yeah. wanting to give up Ryan's protection for the protection of the chosen, but not wanting to give up the potential protection of the chosen to be devoted to Ryan. And Ryan just laid it on the table. You're going to have to choose. Yep. And I, I think that's what the dream is more about. Okay. So if I give up Ryan, I'm throwing in completely with the chosen, but can I trust that they'll truly, truly protect me if they're willing to kill their own Supreme mother and how that might affect Brady. So what does that mean for me and my potential child? That's the only thing I think is what's is she's just forced to think about it where she hasn't wanted to think about that, which is why she didn't want to give up Ryan because she wasn't a hundred percent sure if, she, you know, she could throw herself in with the chosen. Will that be the best protection for me entirely? I don't want to give up my security blanket with Ryan. And what does that mean if I actually do? Mm -hmm. I think it says a lot more that she is willing to, like, this is not, it wasn't an easy choice for her to be like, well, okay, if our marriage is what's on the line, fine. I, I choose our marriage. I choose us as a family. The fact that she has to sleep on it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I said, like, I, I'm glad you agreed. Like, I didn't want to be a total you know, bad word about it, but I can understand why because it's the it's her character to be in. Because like, she's not she's not dreaming about the relationship she and Ryan have had, right, right. or what they've you're shared, or how much he's shown love for her, and all the things he's been willing to do for her. She's just thinking, what about me and my baby? What about me? Yes, <laughs> yes. she's dreaming specifically of the fact that she treated Trudy so badly, which fits in with what we saw with Bray earlier, reflecting on what they did to Trudy to make uh, us feel uh, more sympathy for Trudy. I don't know. <laughs> I can't give her that. Sorry. No, but they, they explicitly put in the scene where Celine remembers the fact that she left Trudy to die. Out of all things that she remembers. Yeah, that's, I just, it's, it's very weird. Like, I know that it's supposed to make us try to sympathize with Celine a little bit, right? But it's never going to work. Sorry, bud. <laughs> for, for me, it would only, you know, it only works for the part of showing the things that happen to Trudy. It, it doesn't make me sympathize for Celine whatsoever. Yeah, it definitely does reiterate, like, how awful Celine was to Trudy. I mean, she left that girl to die. If that's what they were going for, I don't think it works as well here as it did when yeah. Bray was having the discussion yeah. with the rebels. Like, if the goal to show these images is to, you know, once again, make the audience realize what Trudy has gone through and how she has been treated by her loved ones. I just don't think it makes sense that Celine's thinking about it because they've just not set up Celine to care at all yeah. about what's ha what's been going on for true since this began since the chosen storyline mm -hmm. began they have not shown celine to have any concern or trudy her state of mind how she ended up here or any part that celine may have played in that so i i don't think if that's what they were going for personally i think it's clumsily done um if it's for the audience because it's like i just don't think celine's the person to be thinking about that um, yeah, but who else I know, I know, I'm just saying, like, it's clumsy if that's what they were going for with her specific thoughts. It doesn't personally work for me that mm -hmm. I'm not convinced if that's what you're trying to tell me, the audience, that Celine is contemplating her treatment of Trudy. Mm -hmm. And this is what's led Trudy down this road. I'm not buying it. Like, as a writer, I don't think you did that well, personally. 
um, if that's what they were going for here. And it's like, I'm not, I don't even care if Celine cares about Trudy's well-being. That's fine. She's allowed to feel that way. She didn't care about Chloe or Patsy either. So like, it's fine. The only person she's actually been concerned about is Bray. So like, that's okay. It's just, you're not going to convince me that she's concerned about Trudy <laughs> at this point. Sorry. Yeah. But if we can keep her alive until things settle down. We? I have a plan, but I need your help. You and the mole rats. Yeah. And we need the help from the rebels. Can you contact them? Now I get it. You don't really think we're going to fall for that one, do you? Please. You must help. This is not a trick. I give you my word you can trust me. But we don't have much time. Can you get in touch with the rebels? So yeah, let's dive into that. Um, what do you make of Luke's decision to rescue Trudy? Um, and obviously Ellie's involvement in all this. It seems fitting for someone like Luke, to be honest, because we could see earlier that he was shocked and not in agreement with Jaffa about what was going to happen to Trudy. And we've seen him mention earlier that, yes, some of them, meaning himself, feel it's wrong the way the Supreme Mother had been treated. So from his point of view, killing the Supreme Mother is just wrong. As for going to Ellie, well... Honestly, who else could he have gone to? He knew that she was already part of the resistance anyway. Yeah. I think it made sense. I don't think it was just because he fancies her. But, you know. I think it was really well done. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think they did a good job of giving Luke and Ellie such a moment of understanding where she, you know, she got caught doing something where he, by chosen law, he'd have to turn her in and she'd be put to death. Yeah. And he told her that. And he was quite upset by it, more upset that her actions would lead her to the like, you didn't think this through, Ellie, this is serious, this is, you know, and, and then making the choice to keep it to himself, to just let her go with a warning. They both understood the gravity of that moment. Mm -hmm. And I, I think they did a good job with that so that when, you know, Luke, who knows this can't happen, I need outside help, though, to make sure it doesn't happen, that she will conveniently not have to face this, this punishment, um, Ellie was the right person. You know, they've had this moment mm -hmm. of connection and it worked too for us to believe that Ellie would even think of, you know, trusting this guy, you know, because it really does sound like a setup. You know, like, and we oh. see that how Ellie is with trusting people in the past constantly. Yeah. Oh, oh, you want me to get in touch with the rebels because you want to help? Sure, dude. But because she mm -hmm. had that moment with him and got a chance to see, he may be different. He, yeah clearly mm -hmm. has you know empathy and compassion he likely means it when he says he wants to save her i just thought they did a good job with that and i liked the following mm -hmm. discussion with the group because again there is a there's conflict in how you'd feel about saving a person that you feel personally betrayed you you know and hurt you and put you in what you'd consider the worst experience of your life i love ryan's le reasoning for agreeing if it hits the chosen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You might have to justify it like that. I can't forgive her, but hey, if it means screwing these guys over, I'm in. Yeah. You know? As for Tysan's point of view in this, uh, I think it's it's very Tysan to go for, well, I'm against killing, so let's not. And it's nice to see that... I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's fitting with her character. And we've heard Pride say something similar in the past when it came to, you know... 
the fact that without knowing him, he decided to help save Bray from being burned alive. Killing is wrong. I also like how she points out to her friends that uh, Trudy has been a victim of things outside of her circumstances. Yes. Yep. I'll give Trudy, I'll give Tyson that. All right. Yeah. Which, you know, obviously goes a long way in making the others think about it too. Again, they're not yeah. like, sure, everything's cool with us and Trudy. We fully forgive her, but you're, ma- you're making a good point. And if it means we can screw over the chosen, sure, why yes. not? Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice little scene where all the little seeds that have been planted, even if they've been planted clumsily, they mm-hmm. come to fruition in a way. I do mm-hmm. like that. It's like, okay, that's really nice that all of these little connections people have been making and what they've been doing, they, they served a purpose. You know, even having poor Patsy be a spy, like, you know, you know it made sense, you know, tr- uh, Tysan knows where the rebels are because her husband sneaks in to tell her all the time, you know, see her all the time. Not and- to save them or anything. Right, right. But it totally. <laughs> And it's believable they'd have that conversation. <laughs> She'd want to know where he is, and he'd think nothing of telling his wife where they are and trusting that she wouldn't tell anyone. And and I just like the way that came together really nice. Everybody has a good reason for being here. Everybody has a good reason for agreeing to save Trudy without, you know, excusing the hurt she's done to them. Yeah. It just, it's a solid moment and makes sense. Can you imagine, though, what must have gone through poor Patsy's head when she got told, okay, you have to go deliver a message to Bray to save Trudy. I'm mean, pretty happy with it. Um, I, I think, one, because it's clear Patsy doesn't agree with any of this. She mm-hmm. didn't want to join the Chosen. She was simply scared. She felt guilty for betraying her friends. And then her friends gave her a way to do both and whatever. Um it's it, her chance to make up because Patsy is one of the few characters who accepts fault, you know, and mm-hmm. actually showed genuine guilt over Trudy's circumstances based on her actions, even though her actions are a complete accident. You know, um, Trudy, I mean, uh, Patsy took that really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, she mm-hmm. she feels terrible for li- letting Trudy manipulate her and it leading her friends into captivity, all that. And so having a moment to do something important that could help everyone and take a blow against these terrible, terrible people who took Chloe away and kidnapped a baby and, you know, tried to kill Ebony, just all these horrible things she's seen them do while, even while she was being manipulated into thinking it was okay. Here she gets to punch back, you know, and, and Patsy's very, proud to be a part of it. Yes, you see that little smile on her face when she finally realizes, oh, I get to walk away. I get to just go. I love it. Yeah, fair enough. I just found it very fitting that out of all the people that can go out to make sure Bray saves Trudy, (laughs) it's Patsy. And I just think that's adorable. Must have been hard for at the same time. Patsy deserves kudos because she's actually sort of surprised that she was able to get past them and mm-hmm. leave freely, mm-hmm. you know? So that meant she yes. was willing to do this without knowing if it was going to be possible, you know, but she was still like, I'll do it. And that little, let's try that little shimmy of joy. And like, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> she yes. Was like it worked. <laughs> I could go. <laughs> I loved it so much. Cool. Uh- that brings us to our final thoughts of the episode. Brady, come on, baby. Give her to me. Luke, give her to me. I couldn't let you die. But did you really think I'd let you take the Chosen's most precious gift? No! No! 
But your cat is my baby! Give her to me! Trudy, it's no good. You gotta leave her. No! No, please! Give her to me! You can't do that! I mean, you guys go ahead first, because, yeah, that, mm, I, I can't with this scene. <laughs> Why on it's earth? It's amazing. What are you talking about? It is the <sighs> most well-executed plan I've ever seen in life. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, God. Just, I mean, for goodness sake, Bray, that's your niece down there. Why didn't you just go down to grab that baby? I know you don't care about that little baby, but sure. Come on. I love this scene. I love the punch in the gut it is. Yes. Like, Luke has been shown to be a really nice guy, okay, through all of this crap. And it can lead you to believe that, you know, like, some people like, see, he's realizing Mm -hmm. what they're doing is wrong. And it's like, no. 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 He just disagrees with some of the methods. That's all. I just, I love... I love Luke's performance in this mm-hmm. scene. Uh-huh. Even I, as an adult, was shocked when he was just like, oh, I couldn't let them kill you, but I would never let you take our most prized yes. possession. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I, I, wow. That's a great scene. Very good. Um, even like the way it's staged. Um, like you know Bray is trying to hold Trudy he needs to get her away he needs to get her yeah. the heck out of there and the minute he realizes that this guy is going to hold on to his niece I, I'm not defending him I'm just saying he has a split second to make a decision you know um, and he's got to save the person he knows is in immediate danger he's got to yes. get her out of there you know yes. and again Bray has not seemed all that concerned about Brady being in any danger so it does make sense that he's like, well, she'll be fine for now. <laughs> she'll be okay. She'll be okay. I'll be back. <laughs> Just hang on. <laughs> She's a baby. She can take care of herself. Oh, I'll text great. you. Don't worry. I'll I'll text you. Okay. Um. But <laughs> poor Trudy. Mm-hmm. He, they just took away the only reason she's had to do anything. Anything. The yes. Anything she's been living for. They just took it from her. They took the last mm-hmm. piece of her that she had in her psyche you you paint such a great scene liz but it, <laughs> it was structured so badly that i can't feel <laughs> what you i tried <laughs> i don't even know where to begin with this like <laughs> oh my god i mean okay i mean okay fine <laughs> let's start with the fact that Ellie locks herself inside the cage when no one, no other chosen members were around. There was no reason. That, actually, look, this is this didn't go far. This, there was no reason why all of the resistance, all of the Morats, couldn't just left at that point in time. Why didn't they all just at go? All. They could have all walked with Luke. And gone what the? the f- oh man! There were no guards. No one ever. Cho- no one was at their back series ever. Um, Bray, no reason why you could have climbed down. Mm-hmm. Everything about this scene just hated it. Sorry, I hated it. <laughs> I agree with you. The logistics of the scene are actually quite yeah. terrible. Um, yeah. I guess maybe I'm being more gentle on it because, admittedly, I didn't watch today's episode, so this is all based on memory. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Um, I over, I, no, no, I, I overslept, and so <laughs> all I have is my memory of no. um, how things went down. That explains so, like, it. 
the emotion of the scene is it stayed with me like oh that was powerful but you are correct the emotion yeah the emotion is yes from, like, yeah from trudy is amazing but a lot oh. of it doesn't make a lot of sense to me and you're like reminding me and i'm like oh yeah that that was really <laughs> bad <laughs> really bad setup <laughs> I was just sat there thinking, why is none of the Murats actually going with her? That could have even this is so them, some of them could have gone. <laughs> yeah, why yeah. don't they? And and, and and also, we we know now that Patsy could leave them all mm-hmm. why at did any the point. Or they'll have to return. Oh, <laughs> what is with that sewer entrance? Please, somebody explain to me why, why nobody know these mall the rats are still imprisoned when they have a back door that's literally left open all the time. Are, are we to assume that they just don't know about this sewers? I'm, I'm really confused. Like, I'm so, yeah. I don't Dad once said that the sewers were completely secure when they were trying to discuss how they're going to sneak yeah. into the mall to rescue the mall rats. Dal stated the sewers are locked up tight made it clear this is why we haven't been able to sneak out because they've got all of the entrances guarded and mm-hmm. yet what we have seen is that that sewer entrance is never guarded <laughs> i thought he said that they still hadn't discovered the sewer entrance and that's why they should use it like that's what well, see, i then thought that's, oh no you're right and that makes no. it worse because the chosen haven't dis- <laughs> in the do- one it doesn't make sense that the chosen haven't discovered it because they've no. definitely been told by Trudy about it and they their own spies have used it. Um, why haven't you guys just left? If you realize oh. they haven't discovered one of your sneaker ways to get out of the building, yeah. <laughs> why are you still slaves here? Slaves, prisoners, guests. Had it been Luke telling some guards Luke with a oh you have to go that way? quick suits there go after it you know at least then it would have been a reason for there to be a free path to the sewers but come on it's one of those shortcuts in the writing that season three is yep infamous for and just becomes the way of the show these little details they just don't matter anymore and so you're left with a wait a second why are you guys even here yeah like i said they're guests they're not prisoners they're not slaves Guests, they're just they're home. they're treating the with, chosen like they're squatters security. in their house and yeah. instead like i'm not leaving my house you get out of my house exactly mm-hmm. I, I can't remember what happens next but i assume so luke obviously gives the key to ryan so obviously ellie's told him that he's part of the resistance like why yeah i found that party as well that part confused me why couldn't ellie just handle everything get a key and uh, i got confused there but, well luke would have to be pretty mm-hmm. dumb to Re- not realize that Ellie's not the only one in her group oh, yeah. who's, who's part of this resistance and it's more just like look we're all on board to do this all the mall rats are willing to help you get tr- Trudy out except for Celine she's the only one we can't trust <laughs> <laughs> she's the only one we can't trust we don't talk about Celine um, <laughs> and, and I don't think Luke knew that Patsy was their the voice to get out to the rebels oh, yeah. so they're maybe they're protecting the ones who protecting like patsy and Celine and may's cover you know like you know we it, they're playing their game we're not gonna let luke know who's playing what game but he does know that those of us who haven't taken on that yellow robe aren't with them so obviously yeah. we're against yeah. them i don't i don't think luke was that concerned about which of them was doing which what just okay. yeah he- help me get her to safety and, and he knows that Ryan isn't on the chosen side because why else would Celine be whining to him about Ryan? 
What I'd yeah, like true. to know is, okay, so Ellie gets in the cage so that if any guard happens oh. to look at the cage, it'll still look like Trudy's <laughs> in there, right? Okay, fine. I'll buy that. When did she, when was she able to get out? Like, when, <laughs> when, the, when did the Chosen decide to stop guarding Trudy yet again so that Ellie could get out of the cage and they'd find it empty? Oh, is that what happens? I, for, I completely forgot. I thought they'd find her in something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Oh, uh, <laughs> she's she's let out of the Ellie is let out of the cage later, and so then the the chosen discover that the supreme mother has somehow escaped. You know, and it's just oh, like, no. where were the guards <laughs> when she was let out of the cage? Oh, they they ran after KC because he screamed suits here. Yeah, no, we're talking about after all that was after done. Not, yeah, I'm talking yeah. not when she was gone into the cage. I'm talking about like after later she had to get out of the yeah. cage. Like, she's in the cage as a decoy, so that, you know, mm-hmm. Bray can make some distance with Trudy before they realize that Trudy's I gone. I genuinely thought that, like, Luke would, went back I and thought, let her out. I don't know I, what happened. My memory's gone weird. Well, wow, if that's even worse, it's she's... Because <laughs> if I was Jaffa, and I found out that Trudy was left unguarded that, that much, that she was able to get out of the cage somehow and nobody noticed until they found Ooh. it empty, I would burn them all. <laughs> Every single one of them. I'd be like, you all failed me. You had one job. One job to watch a cage with a woman in there. <laughs> <laughs> you failed Zoot. Oh, wow, yeah. I'd be like, someone's taking her place. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll give props to Antonia because she she played this so well. Fantastic. Um, her reactions to what's happening to her. The, the resignation when she's she's in that cage and now i i will like i do like this she says i just want to see my daughter one last time please bring me my baby so that i can have my last moments with her um and luke is reluctant and it's may goes you gotta like dude go get her freaking kid you know she's about to die like even i'm not that heartless go get her kid (laughs) and now i realize why luke was reluctant yes yes because he didn't want to have to separate them again he was just like oh i'm not letting him take and so all the way you know the whole time they were walking through the sewers he's like how do i get the baby how do i get the baby when do i snatch the baby when do i snatch the baby and so he waited till bray was safely out of arm's reach and then yes. Trudy's struggling with a robe, which Trudy, you climbed in there with a robe and that baby had no problems then, but now you can't climb. I would have carried that baby in my teeth. Are you kidding me? Same. Come on, Trudy. Where's your mommy instinct? <laughs> but I just like that. I like knowing that the whole time Luke was like, oh, bring you the baby. I, I, okay, now I have to think about how to kidnap your baby back yes. from you. And the way he did it. Oh, I'll hold her. Go ahead. Climb the ladder. It's cool. I mean, so sneaking, so cool. Yes, and the little kiss to her forehead. I was like, "Ooh, Luke." I knew she's my favorite bath toy. Yes, it's his precious (laughs) (laughs) bath toy. (laughs) Oh man. (sighs) Yeah, but Antonia just nailed it. I love that frantic in her that frantic tone in her voice. Luke, give me my baby. And Mm -hmm. that moment of hesitation, you're like, "Is he gonna give her the baby?" Nope. And then he makes it no, and her panic and Bray having to drag her away screaming because she would rather die than be separated from her daughter. Yeah, like she could accept that yep. it sucked, but she could accept it. That was something she could live with. Like, not sorry, not live with. Um, she could deal uh-huh. with that. <laughs> 
right, cool. That brings Series 3, Episode 16 to a close. Thank you very much to the panel. And if I take part in a future episode of the podcast, please do send some message on our Facebook page or on our website or on Instagram, the Tribe Credit UK. So we'll see you next time for episode 17. Until then, bye. 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 Bye.